ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣರತ ಕರುಣಾಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ದೇವಗುರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ಪರ ಮನೋಜವಮಾನುದತುಲ್ಯವೇಗ ಜಿತೇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿಮತಾಂಬರಿಷ್ಟಮುಖ್ಯಂಶ್ರೀರಾಮೂತಮೋಷಿಣೀಜಗನ್ಮಾತಮಸೌಭಾಗ್
So after the first chapter giving the student what is the nature of Brahman, the teacher is giving an examination, a test to the student. The second chapter begins with the examination. So teacher asks, if you think that you have known this Brahman, then the Brahmevapinunam Tumveta Brahmano Rupam. The Brahm means very little. Your knowledge is little, means you don't know. Yadasya Deveshu Atanu Mimam Simeva. Therefore, if you think that you have understood, you have not understood. Therefore, you have to again inquire into this nature of that Brahman. Then the student says, Te manye vititam. I know. Teacher, you have successfully conveyed to me. I have understood. So when he said, I have understood, the teacher must have looked at him. Eh? I just told you, if you think you have understood. The point here is, <coughs> Pramata, Prameya. So this Pramata is the knower. Prameya is known. So, in order to say, I know, Brahman has to become an object of knowledge. Pramata has to become Prameya. Three things. Pramata, Prameya, Pramanam. Three. So, Pramata, if you have to know, Pramata has to become Prameya. Prameya means object. Once Brahman becomes an object, then what happens? Brahman is no more Brahman. Atma becomes Anatma. Why? Because it comes under objective knowledge. All objects are subject to change, subject to destruction. Yadrishyam tannashyam. Anything that you see in the world with your senses, they are time bound, they will not last. So the word eternal will not be any more applicable to that Brahman. So the very the very idea of asking for experience, looking for experience of Brahman, it itself is wrong. <laughs> so when the student said, Manyate, I know, so naturally he looked at him, this is what I told you. <laughs> but then Student immediately corrected the second mantra. Naham manne suvedeti. Not that I say I know. Suveda means very well understood. Nona vedeti vedaja. But at the same time, I cannot say I don't know. Not that I know, but at the same time, I cannot say I know. Not that I don't know means you know. Not that I don't know. <laughs> I cannot say I don't know. But at the same time, I cannot say I know. So the point here is, I cannot say I know Brahman as an object other than me. But I cannot say I don't know because Brahman is me. <coughs> I, the consciousness, is my real nature and that consciousness is Brahman. <laughs> so here there is a difference that <clears throat> I thought consciousness is in me, with me. Now my understanding has changed that I am with consciousness. 
means the body is with consciousness and that consciousness is my nature and that is Brahman. This is the revelation. Yona taste tatveda tatveda. So he, the student, looked around and saw other students also. So he is making sure that those people who know this conversation, <laughs> what I said, if they understood, some of the student was nodding at him saying that you have well answered. Other people were blinking because they didn't know what is happening. So naturally, the person who knows, he knows. So, yona tasveda tasveda, nona vedeti vedeti And amongst us who knows this, known and unknown, this what is unknown, what is known, these terms that I used, the person who understands, he also knows. So, <clears throat> See, if somebody asks you, do you know about this person, you can say, I know, I don't know also. But somebody asks you, do you know yourself, (laughs) what do you answer? You cannot say, I don't know. But can you say, I know? Both you cannot say. (laughs) This is the situation. So... Then after listening to this, the Upanishad comes and makes a comment here. Third mantra is a comment. When is the... So here it is a very contradictory term used here. Avitnyada means the one who doesn't know, he knows. Vitnyada means one who knows, he doesn't know. Now this is a very contrary statement. So these people, <coughs> people start inquiring about the truth, they get stuck. That's why we have so many schools of thoughts. Deham pranam abhindriyan epichalam buddhim jashunyam viduhu. Sankaracharya writes, enumerates these schools of thought in Dachshanamurtistotram. Deham, Deham is Atma, is one thought. So these are all people claim that they know Brahman. What is that? They know the truth. But what is the conclusion? Deham is Atma. Then prana is atma. Then mind is atma. Chalam buddhi, big, big consciousness is the another one school of thought. Then shunyavadis are there. So, they are all people who claim they know. That's why vitnyadam. But at the same time, they do not know abhijanadam. They don't know. Why? What is the real nature of truth is not known to them because... Their inhibition, they are, they are stuck with certain ideas. So certain point they get stuck and because of lack of guru, lack of proper analysis thinking or lack of proper athikaritva. Athikaritva means the 
விவேக வைராகிய சிமதமாதி சர்க்கசம்பத்தி லேக் ஆஃப் ப்ராப்பர் அதிகாரத்துவம் ஒன் மே நாட் ரீச் தேட் ஸ்டேட் ஆர் காம்ப்ரிஹெண்ட் த ட்ரூத் ஸோ தேர் ஃபோர் இட் இஸ் விஜாதம் அபிஜானதாம் தேட்ஸ் வை பீப்புள் கம் டு வேதாந்த கிளாஸ் வித் சர்டன் ஃபிக்ஸ்ட் நோஷன் இட்ஸ் வெரி டிஃபிகல்ட் டு டீச் தம் பிகாஸ் இன் ஆர்டர் டு ரிமூவ் தட் fixation it takes time but people who come to the vedanta class with no idea totally ignorant about vedanta they come it's easy to teach them because they have no fixed notion they don't take a stand and argue this is what my grandfather told me or this is what my teacher told me like this fixation is not there such people it's easy to teach them but those people who have already come with certain notion and for them to appreciate vedanta it's very difficult they get stuck with their own petty ideas pet ideas and then they argue from that level so that is what it is meant here <coughs> So, avitnyadam vijanadam. <laughs> It is something like a satire. It's an ignorant man's nose. <laughs> wise man doesn't know. Ignorant person know means it is not totally ignorant. He becomes mukavat. The Mukavat means he doesn't speak about it. That's why Buddha kept quiet. His disciple asked, what is the nature of truth? He kept quiet. In his wisdom, he kept quiet. Another problem Buddha also had, he did not accept Vedas. So therefore, Vedic statement he could not use. In order to communicate the truth, we have to depend upon Vedic statement. Upanishad Vakyas we have to use. Only then you can communicate. If you don't accept Upanishad Vakya as a Pramana, then you don't have vocabulary to communicate. So that is also another problem. So therefore, they didn't want to use words. They know that any words that you use, it will confuse the student. And hence he kept quiet. Then the students, what they understood, this, the truth is, Shunyam, silence, or silence is better, but <laughs> actually Shunyam, zero. But then who is telling this zero, I am zero? <laughs> Somebody says, means what? There is I am first and then only zero, isn't it? So that person who is saying that I am zero is Brahman. <laughs> so that is what they missed. So that, for, therefore, the Upanishad says, Avitnyadam Vijanatam. Vitnyadam Avijanatam means the person who claim that I know Brahman. There are people who write books also when they realize the truth. September 24th, midnight, 12 o'clock, I was sitting something woke me up then i was sitting there was a full moon night as i was lost in the beauty of the moon suddenly from somewhere a flash of light enveloped me and after enveloping me it went around my guru's picture three times and then disappeared i am not joking these are available books are there yeah my <laughs> realization now he may have we are not telling that his experience is not there he was bluffing no he may have that experience but even if he has that experience being experience it is again a projection of mind it is not brahman that which come and go is not brahman <laughs> that which is coming and disappearing 
But this person who has witnessed it, he is still there. That person we are talking about. We are not talking about flashes of experience. That is again questionable. <clears throat> so ignorant person knows means the one who is not holding on to any petty ideas. So the one who understands truth is inexplicable, not having any concluded opinion. Such people will know. That is the meaning of ignorant person here. Now, this much we saw last time. Now, let us see the fourth mantra. Here, the most important and wonderful meditation is given, sadhana is given. How to realize the truth? The sadhana is given here in this mantra. Pratibodha viditam matam Amrudattum hi vindate Atmana vindate viryam Vidyaya vindate amrutam Pradibodha vititam matam Bodham bodham pradi Bodham bodham In every modification of thought What is a thought? It is nothing but a modification happening in consciousness It is something like a, what is a wave? Wave is nothing but a modified form of ocean. So, wherever the wave is, the ocean is. In fact, water is. So, where do you look for ocean? You don't have to look for separately. You don't have to make a pilgrimage to experience that ocean. As you are looking at the waves, you are experiencing ocean. The same way here also, the thought that is appearing in your mind, who is illumining it? I know my thought, my emotions, my feelings, this knowledge, how do you get it? <laughs> so I am conscious of my thought. I am conscious of my feeling. I am conscious of my emotions. So the very thought itself, bodham, bodham, pradibodha, vititam, matam, every thought, what is the content of the thought? That very content of the thought is consciousness. And that consciousness is Brahman. So, Pratnyanam Brahma, one of the Mahavakyas. So, consciousness is Brahman. So, this awareness one has. Because thoughts are happening in our mind. It is mechanical Therefore, we never think about thoughts. <laughs> so, the whole genesis of thought is not thought of. What is this thought? We get fascinated by the object of thought, but we don't think what is the content of the thought. The object of thought we get fascinated we forget to look beyond the object of thought. That is what we have to change. Every thought, because before the thought arose in your mind, you are there. 
when the thought is happening in your mind you are there when the thought disappears from your mind you are still there so who is permanent <laughs> you or your thought so if this idea is ingrained in you or this idea is understood by you no thought will disturb you our problem in meditation is what i am not able to control my thought my mind is agitated and however much i try to control my mind whatever technique i use it doesn't work it may work for some time it may not work later because the mind get used to it so therefore how i can control my mind don't <laughs> don't try this because it's not necessary because the mind nature is the more you try to control the more mind reacts if you suppress your thought it comes out in a different way as a volcano so that is why gurudev used to say that a surfer is not afraid of waves a surfer actually the waves are there he enjoys it why he has learned to dive along the waves the same way a meditator should not be afraid of his thought waves he has to learn to dive with the thought let the thought comes doesn't matter what is the content of my thought every thought there is a presence of consciousness and i am that consciousness i give bread bread and butter to the thought <laughs> if i am not there no thoughts that's why in the in the sleep there is no thought because the thinker i is absent there is not absent he is in a dormant state but that we cannot use for meditation so meditation purpose the rishi is advising us that while in the waking state all the thought that is rising in your mind please stop and think i am conscious of my thought that consciousness is myself this is the ಅಮೃತಿಟಿ the result this is a direct meditation this so we ask question what do i do in meditation once the mind become quieter then what i should do <laughs> go to sleep generally that is what happens but instead this is the what this is what we should do what a thought when the quiet mind with all your techniques that you use pranayama method or chanting the mantra the mind become quieter the quiet mind a thought comes what comes i think now my mind is quiet this is a thought <laughs> that thought will take you away so at that point of time we should think now the thought is coming what is this thought thought is nothing but a modification in consciousness consciousness itself is thought then what happens the object of thought disappears 
then what remains? Consciousness. And I am that consciousness. That connection is to be made. <clears throat> you have to remind ourselves, I am that consciousness in the meditation seat. <clears throat> then the result is what? Amurdattum hivindate. He attained immortality. Atmana vindade viryam. Atmana vindade. Atma Shabda here used the viveka vairagya samatavasaka samputti umutrutvam. That qualified person. Vindade, he attains viryam. Here means viryam, here means atmatvam. That the realization. So a person who is qualified make an attempt, practices this, he will definitely attain Moksha Vidyaya Vindade Amurdam. With Vidya, here knowledge, one attains Mukti, Vritti Jnanam. This is called technically, we call it as Vritti Jnanam. Vritti means, uh, have you seen your EKG? <laughs> EKG when they take, goes up and come down, go up and come down, right? The same way, if somebody take a EKG of our mind thought, thought, that also like that only, it goes up and come down, goes up and come down. So as the thought rises and sets, this rising and setting activity is called Vritti. Atmana Vindade Viryam. So through the a person who has practiced Dishamadamasakasambati Mutrutamityadi, when he apply himself, he will definitely Viryam here is vigor, strength. <laughs> the strength to continue the path. See, most of us what happens is we are result-oriented people, right? <laughs> so when we practice meditation in this way, we want result immediately. How long? Immediately will ask me, how long Swamiji it will take? <laughs> it's not a course that I can prescribe. After so many lessons, you will be realized and all that. You cannot say. <laughs> so you will get the strength when you practice vigor. And with that, what happened? Knowledge. So, Vidyaya Vindade Amrutam. The Amrutam immortality is totally dependent upon knowledge. <coughs> this knowledge is the one that gives you immortality. And that total strength is Atmatnyanam. <coughs> Atmatnyanam. So this is for sadhana meditation. So stop according to Kenopanishad. Earlier we saw Tadeva Brahmatum Vitti Netam Yatidamubasate. That alone is Brahman, not what you are worshipping, it is said. Now, after having listened to Genopanishad, we can stop all other sadhanas 
and if you are used to doing sadhana, do it, continue, okay, don't stop it. But plus, practice this. Whenever the mind is free, watch your thoughts. And sit quietly for some time and then during that time appreciate every thought is nothing but consciousness. Without consciousness no thought is possible. Thought minus consciousness, what is there? Purnat Purnamudachade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Avashishyate. If you remove Brahman from Purna world, Nama Rupa, what remains? If Nama Rupa is removed from Brahman, Brahman alone remains. Because Brahman cannot be removed from one. <laughs> you can remove something which has got a separate existence. I can remove the body. Body falls down because body has got a separate existence other than Brahman. Brahman cannot be removed because if you remove Brahman, you have no existence. (laughs) The same way, thought also cannot exist without consciousness. This fact is to be seen in the meditation seat and the result is what? Realization of truth. Now, after giving the advice of sadhana, now the teacher is emphasizing that you have to intensify your sadhana. <coughs> is not take it lightly. Why? Reason is given in the fifth mantra. Ihaced avedid Athatyamasti Nachedihavedid Mahati Vinashtihi Bhuteshu Bhuteshu Vichitya Dhiraha Pratyasman Lokat Pratyasmanti Ihachet Avedit Atasatyam Asti Iha here Chet Avedit One who knows this Brahman Atha Satyam Asti All is well Means he fulfilled his life If you know this Brahman in this life Here, here means in this life because we do not know what is in store for our next life. Whether we will be blessed with a human body or not, we don't know our sanchita karma. The total karma, we have no idea what is there in store for us. According to Prarabdha, we got this human birth. Having got this birth, also we have certain inclination to know the truth also. We have entertained mukshutvam motrome bhuyadidi bhavaha that also you have and you have also blessed by God, a guru, teacher with all the three dullabham, trayamevetat, devan, ugrahahetukam manishyutvam, mukshutvam, mahapurusha samshayaha these three things are very rare in life. That is Manishyattam having got a human life. And there are so many possibilities are there. <laughs> but 
but somehow we got this human life. That also, having become a human being, the desire to know the truth is also very rare. That also you have. And when you have a desire to know the truth, if you don't the right teaching, then also you will not get it. You are also blessed with that. Therefore, if you don't put forth proper effort and know the truth in this life, if you know this, it is great. Very well done. Atha Satyam Asti Nacet Avedit Nacet Ihavedit Mahati Vinasti Suppose this missed this chance, you postpone it for next life. Anyway, for Hindus, at least seven lives are there. <laughs> Thinking that I will do it next life. He says, Mahati Vinasti. Loss is great. It is a greater loss. Mahati. If not, then it is a great loss indeed. You lost the chance completely. Now, when do you get the chance next? You cannot say, God, give me another chance. Of course, He will give you, but when you will get, we don't know. <laughs> At the end of Kali Yuga, maybe. <laughs> but the Jiva has to hang in there that long. Bhūteshu bhūteshu vichitya dhīrāha Dhīrāha means intelligent person. Vichitya, seeing bhūteshu bhūteshu in all beings. Seeing what? Dhīrāha, the one who is intelligent. The one who has seen, one who is able to see the presence of Lord in every living being. Not only human being, but in all creatures in this world, including mosquitoes. (laughs) And the trees and plants, in all of them there is a presence of Lord. This appreciation one gets it. Pretyasmat lokat amrta bhavanti Now this particular sentence I got different interpretation. Pretya having gone asmat lokas from this world amrda bhavanti This is called videha mukti. There are two schools. You will attain total mukti only after the body falls down. Called Videha Mukti Vadis. But Vedanta says Jivan Mukti. While living, you get liberated. That is what this teacher also emphasized. Mukti is while living. So that is why in Mundagopanishad also there is a statement. Parikshalokan, Karmajidan, Nurveda Mayat, Brahmana, Nastya Gradakradena, Tatvitnyan Artham, Gurumeva, Avagaced, Srotriam, Brahmanistam, Gurum Eva. So there, there is an emphasis on one who is well versed in Shastra and well established in truth. So, Sutriyam Brahmanistam indicate Jeevan Mukti Avastha. Unless one is a Jeevan Mukta, he will not be able to communicate the truth as he sees it. So, everybody, Pandita, will be able to communicate with the help of the Shastras, but he will not, be, he will not confuse the person but he will not be able to bless the person with making him realize the truth. So therefore, Jivan Mukti is what is the undercurrent of all our Upanishads. Nowhere it is said, after death alone you will realize. 
But there are certain schools because using these statements they argue this Rugena Upanishad is Pretyasman Lokat Amrda Bhavanti. After having gone from this world, he attained Mukti. This is a translation. Prashankaracharya <coughs> argues that Pretyasman Lokat means Asmat Lokat. Risen, risen from this body consciousness. Loka here means your own world of senses. One who has withdrawn himself or risen above the sense gratification. And Amrita Bhavanti, one who has risen above his mind and intellect and totally surrendered his ego, he attains mukti. Here and now. <clears throat> Otherwise, what will happen? Mahati Vinashti. Greatest loss. Hmm. This is the urgency of so it is up to the Vasana <coughs> purgation. If 40% vasanas are still there, even though the teaching is there, still it won't work. So what is to be done? Vasana kshaya is to be done. That is why practice of meditation is very important. Only through practice of meditation one can remove or annihilate vasanas. How that mechanics works? In the meditation seat, whatever the subconscious surfaces in your mind, in the beginning you feel good, mind is quiet. But if you continue that practice, what happens? What was there buried in the subconscious starts surfacing. When it surfaces, we generally people stop practicing meditation because they feel miserable, wretched. You become highly sensitive and that is the time we should learn how to handle it. The handling is such impurity surfaces in the mind, you should appreciate that you are progressing, you are not (laughs) digressing. Why? Because if the pus come out, the healing of wound is soon. So it is the pus that is coming out. But when it come out, how you handle it? That depends. So it is advised that you sit in the meditation seat. Watch this. If you cannot handle it, offer it to the Lord. Bhagavan, this has come. I don't know what to do. Please accept it as an offering. <laughs> when you give up the ownership, because otherwise what happened? We own it. <laughs> We try to handle it by owning it. When you are handling it, that means what? You are owning it. As long as you own it, Bhagavan cannot do anything. <laughs> so unless you give up, surrender totally. Because some of them, even though it is painful, it is sweet. Some of the thoughts are sweet. That also we don't want to give up. 
only tum those thoughts which are disturbing you troubling you that we want to surrender but some of them which are sweet that's why bhagwan is called madhusudana <laughs> madhu means honey some honey sweet thoughts we don't want to give up so bhagwan alone can destroy that <laughs> madhusudana so this through meditation practice we slowly 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 reduce our vasanas to the extent vasanas are reduced to that extent teaching works it is not that there is a defect in teaching <laughs> the problem is the tuning of the mind the radio station is broadcasting you are not able to listen why you have not tuned to that station so tuning the mind is very important that is the vasanas so that is what is mentioned in the second chapter bodham bodham pratibodha viditam matam that is the teaching most powerful statement if you are able to appreciate the beauty of that statement more you reflect upon it more it will help you bodham bodham pratibodha vididam matam whenever thought comes to our mind we sometime reject it sometime we accept it both acceptance and rejection is because of our ignorance don't get afraid of thoughts they are nothing but consciousness appreciate the content then it will not be a problem now having said this some of the student got up and went means they understood graduated from the program <laughs> now teacher is looking at those student who are sitting there so now the teacher the third chapter is the same teaching is given in a story form i tell you the story in a brief because when i say story and i leave you here then you will be curious <laughs> story is once devas won victory over asuras with the help of lord without bhagwan's help no victory is possible but they were they was became very haughty they forgot the lord and each one started after having become victorious there was a party in that party all the devatas started boosting <laughs> and each one said you see because of me i killed that person most formidable rakshasa i killed so they were celebrating their v day they must have opened the champagne bottle that is amrut bottle in the <coughs> chilled amrut bottles in the heaven and they were you know all the army people they always use mug <coughs> the in the mug there is no you know like champagne bottle and all that in in, in the military <coughs> people are army people so and the army barracks they were all celebrating their v day and pouring the nectar in a mug each one was boasting upon their victory and at that time the lord thought that i should tell teach them what is truth so he appeared in the yonder in the sky as a beautiful enchanting form called yaksha 
and as they were drinking and boasting what happens is this mug you know mug end of the bottom of the mug you cannot get it because it touches your nose see when you are drinking mug will touch your one the tip will touch your nose so what happens you won't be able to drink the bottom portion so naturally you have to lift your head and then pour so when they lifted their head to pour or to enjoy the last drop of the nectar from the cup they suddenly noticed some beautiful form standing there so each one start asking who is this yaksha and indra said find out so agni devada went first i will find out so he walked with all pride so yachayas who are you yachas who are you to the agni agni felt insulted what you don't know me <laughs> the whole world know me as jadaveda then i thought that is okay but what is your power i can burn the entire world because of my mercy only the world exist oh i see so etcha took out one blade of grass with a dew drop and gave it can you burn this he felt insulted what are you talking i can burn the whole world you are asking me to burn a small blade of grass asha <clears throat> said does a matter try to do let me see whether you can do this then i will appreciate what and he first thought that it is a child's play 100 degrees nothing happened then increased to 1000 degrees nothing happened 10000 degrees nothing happened and he increased the heat even to burn the whole world but nothing that blade of grass is still there with the dew drop he gave up and came back saying i don't know who is this yaksha and why bhagwan but again it is something like you know this cricket match these people go <laughs> when they are going to the court they everybody claps and you know that he also goes the first innings itself he is out <laughs> then coming back all you feel <laughs> same way this guy also came back then why bhagwan goes everybody claps and all that he asked again same question same blade of grass was there who are you that i am why you i can play with planets <laughs> like this oh okay do this <laughs> why bhagwan also tried 1000 mile 2000 mile nothing is happening can't even shake <laughs> he also gave up the third they all came and reported to indra indra went as soon as indra approached this yaksha disappeared indra sat there and meditated and then there came uma haimavati uma parvati came and taught him that yaksha whom you saw is none other than the lord with whose help alone you could achieve the victory therefore meditate upon him and thus they understood their mistake humbled themselves this is the story now there's a meaning also that i'll tell you next time ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯ
Facilities. Like. 